episode is brought to you by Squash Clothing and Sugar Life. Welcome to the Overly Excited Podcast, hosted by Jack Watts and Dale Sidebottom. Two friends with a passion for life, learning... And all things that get them jumping out of their seats. <laughs> Alrighty, and we're back on the, well, the Overly Excited Podcast, but as we were just saying, Sidey, it's been a bit of a tough week for the boys. We're a bit, little bit flat. Um, I find this time of year it's quite interesting that... You know, you got a lot on, a lot happening socially, and um, I know I've certainly lost a bit of my routine, and and then it's tough to uh, you know to keep that energy up. But good to be here. Um, how have you been, mate? How's how's the week? Yeah, good, mate. We're uh, we're both on the same page. But uh, <laughs> what I find really helpful is sometimes things you don't really want to do, but then you do them and you feel better. Yeah. Like, not saying I don't want to do a podcast, but or have an engagement or, you know, a speaking gig or something. But like, as I was saying today, I was sitting out the front before I went, had to go in and do a two hour talk. And I was like, oh, getting it, getting it, getting it, get, come on, you can do it. And at the end of it, I bounced down. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. the same as feeling like this, you know, it's the end of the day. But sometimes when you do that, you feel better. Yeah. So Same as the gym, I'd say. Mm. It's like, but what I, what I find really interesting is when you get in this, like, for me personally, when I when you miss, you know, you go out, you have a big weekend or whatever, then you miss a few days of the gym and you eat like shit for a bit. It's so hard just to get back on the horse. Like that first one back is like because you're sort of feeling like, oh, I'm going to be a bit shit and I'm not going to perform like I usually do or I'm not going to be able to do what I – it's like, oh, fuck. It's almost like that embarrassment or that – Do you beat yourself up? Like is that what it is? Yeah, I, just, I don't know. I just struggle to like – I don't want to go if I'm not going to be able to do it at the level I want to be able to do it at. But I know, as you just said, like every time you go, no matter what you do, and I tell, I say this to everyone else, like, <laughs> like you're only competing against yourself. Get out there as soon as you get there, and and as soon as you do it, you feel so much better. But it's it's a battle within your own mind to yeah. to get it done. I think it's easier to tell other people sometimes, isn't it? I know. <laughs> I think we're all like that. It certainly is. Oh, anyway, but, uh, mate, I must admit, um, I was running around Albert Park the other day and um, I was like, well, some, something's, out in the middle of Al- <laughs> something's out in the middle of Albert Park. And I'm like, what's going on here? And then I was like, mate, I'm not the best swimmer, but I thought, mate, I think someone's drowning. There's <laughs> this bloke with uh, sunnies on, good tan, good-looking rig, good holding, looking a si- holding a sign up, 50% off. I must admit, you showed me that video and I really enjoyed it. For those people who haven't seen it, go to uh, the Squash Instagram and see Jacko uh, walk around Melbourne with a, in boardies, different yep. ones each time, very smart, yep. with a sign for Black Friday, 50% off, and the last one, it scans to you in the middle of Park Lake holding a sign. <laughs> that got me up. I really enjoyed that. It shows how we're going, Sidey. Uh <laughs> I am absolutely selling the body at the moment, just trying to trying to work on a couple of extra sales because it's been pretty tight lately. Yes, I think people are putting the money back in their pockets, and um, but no, it's actually it's good fun. That, that kind of stuff is is enjoyable when it's you know we try to take the piss a bit. We don't, we don't take ourselves too seriously, and um, yeah, we we let that one fly last night actually, or the night before. No, last night. On the socials and uh, and it got a bit of a it, it got a <laughs> I bit can of imagine. notice. I so, can imagine. Um, 
So hopefully people are not only commenting and giving me shit, but they're also buying some shorts. <laughs> shorts and tops. There's a yeah. lot of good things. Great sale too. Mm, yeah. uh, by the time this goes live, the sale might be done, but... I think it'll still be going. Black okay. Friday, yeah, to next Friday. I think it'll it keeps kicking until you know nearly the end of November. So okay, everyone's right. getting in earlier and earlier these days trying to. Black Friday goes for a month. It does literally, <laughs> and, then, and then you have pre-Christmas sales. It actually does. Anyway, that's good. Yeah. Uh, and we are recording this a little bit earlier. Um, I've got a jet set off to uh, Asia again. So uh, you very kindly jumped in, mate, and uh, taken the reins. Now I really like what we're going to talk about mm. today. You, uh, I put it over to you. I said, mate, uh, oh, nothing. What do you got? And he come back <laughs> with a lot of good stuff, which I really enjoyed. And a lot of hardage, you know. Like, I think we've been getting uh, quite deep and vulnerable and open, which is great. Yeah. Uh, but I think you mix it up as well. We probably will go down that path as well anyway. Um, before we do that, mate, I'm gonna, obviously you're going to run the show today. But um, last week, Friday, we had uh, Shannon, um, Shannon and Colin and brilliant chat. Um, I know that. I've had them previously both on my other podcast a couple of times. I've had them on my platform doing webinars and things like that. And it's so funny when you feel like you know some people, but I've never actually met them in face-to-face. Mm. Like we live in Eithville, Chelsea. They live like down Bayside and Brighton. It's not very far away and I'd never met them. You know, you always say, oh, we'll catch up for a coffee or different things like that. So yeah. um, personally... I love the chat and um, if you haven't listened to it, please do so. Um, but more, probably I enjoyed meeting them in person and seeing like I'd always admired their energy and their worth ethic and now that they're teamed up together and it really it made me feel it made me feel good, you know, that these connections you make along the way. And like I mentioned last week, like mum was sitting next to Shanna who was at um, the TEDx talk that I was doing about four years ago mm. and she got talking to mum and then that's how I got it. It's so funny, you know, how things come about. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was really nice to finally, for me, I enjoyed the chat a lot. Yeah. Um, I've obviously spoke to them before but probably more importantly just getting that face-to-face connection was really powerful. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I loved it. Um, I love their energy. I love their everything they sort of, you know, their values and what they speak about really you know was right up my alley and and what i believe in and it was just awesome to hear how strong they are in those beliefs because sometimes i sort of doubt myself a little bit on you know oh can the nice guy ever win or can you be a leader and still be the night you know the empathetic nice person and does it actually work and all that kind of stuff and to hear you know to hear cole sort of talk about that and and you know explain that she's made an absolute living and been one of the most successful, you know, business retail CEOs, CEOs big company, Suzanne and sports girl. Exactly. Like, where are we? For such a long time was, um, was incredible. And then obviously Shanna, like she's been a, a bit of a life coach, worked with a lot of footy players before. I've actually already spoken to her a little bit uh, since the talk, you know, just having a chat and we should catch up and would love to keep talking and, um, you know, just the the energy and the vibe, and I think as well the positive spin that they have on everything. It's not as as we um, I think as we try to do, it's not doom and gloom, and it's not all Mister Professional, and you got to be perfect, and you got to do this, and if you don't, you know, it's like you got to have fun. And there's yeah. a balance, and um, yeah, it was a it was a great chat. Oh, I loved uh, you know that they're gonna have their best decade near in their fifties. Yeah. So just it was so refreshing. You know, I think too big. There's too much emphasis on your age when you can do something. 
you know, you're too young, you're too old or whatever. Like age is a number. And they're just like, 50 is going to be great. 60 is going to be better. 70s. I was like, yep. you two are legends. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's just uh, when you find a zest for life yep. and somebody that brings you up. Um, this is the same before, you know, like a bit flat, but you come into a podcast, we lift each other up. Mm. It was sort of like they're doing it on another platform in a different way. Um, yeah, so oh, I think it was really nice. Yep. I think the more people you can have conversations with like that, it rubs off on you. You know, it is infectious. Like it, it comes yeah. across. So um, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, reinforces I think what we – what I think it's it's good to reinforce beliefs that you might have because it is hard. Sometimes you do fall off the, the bandwagon a little bit and you – you start to doubt yourself. So to continually reinforce and and hear, you know, success stories from from uh, different people is pretty important. But it is, mate. Now before I let you take over the reins, um, from our uh, podcast, the last one we did in the shed, uh, I was a little bit open about obviously battling as a father. It was so nice. I got about three or four messages from uh, you know, people I've known along the years and one random. Um just about like they've gone through it too and it was refreshing to hear. So mm. that was nice, mm. um, people sharing that with me as well. And we got one from Paul as well that uh, as we were talking about kindness, he was on a morning run and uh, he ran past a homeless guy that had a sign that wanted food and he got about 50 metres past and he decided not going to go back and bought him breakfast, sat down, had a chat with him and things like that. So that's, that's why we do it. You yeah, know? Like how good is that to hear yeah. those things as, uh, oh, I love it. So for the people that uh, yeah, writing in and sending us messages and um, even if Jack and myself know you, um, if we don't know you, uh, it's just still as powerful and we really appreciate that. So, Jacko, what have we got today, great man? Now, Bit what of we, lighthearted. What uh, what's his style? Well, I've just um, – I've obviously I've been talking a lot about books and <laughs> – <laughs> and uh, I am clearly loving my fairies and dragons erotica at the moment. And um, as you said, you got a few messages. I actually got a couple of messages just from people that I, you know, good friends actually that that were saying when they listened to me talking about my books, it motivated them and inspired them to start reading again. Not like not just dragon, like not your fantasy books. Oh just yeah, read. yeah. I mean, it was because they oh. were listening to the pod and they yeah. were hearing me talk about you know. A Court of Thorns and Roses and how much I'm love and favour and the, the deep, dark love triangle that's going on. But it was like it's just interesting to hear that they they noticed a change in my energy in when I started yeah. talking about it and how much I was loving it, obviously. so And then, yeah, so a few of them have started reading books and getting back into their reading and – which is pretty special. That's cool, mate. I but, like that. You do. I must admit, you do get more. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm not saying you're not a very excitable person, but I'll tell you what. You get up and about when you start going on about your books. I think when when you've got a good book, <laughs> there's nothing better. Like, I know, but your energy. I can mm. concur with why people. They're hearing the tone. I actually see it firsthand. Yeah. You do lift. <laughs> but uh, on top of reading. I do also love a good TV show, Sidey. Yes, and I thought we could just have a little chat about certain. I've had a, I've watched a couple of Rippers recently, um, so I'll, I'll kick us off Go with a couple it, of my favourites. Yep, and I thought I could sort of intertwine this with us potentially running um, down down in the into the future. So one of my favourites at the moment is Welcome to Wrexham. Have you Ooh, heard of Welcome to Wrexham? Love it. Have you Ryan watched it? Yeah, 
Yeah. I've, oh. I've only watched season one. Okay. I didn't – I'd actually – when you messaged and said that, I didn't realise it was season two out. So good. Love it. Amazing. Well, you're lucky. you got the ten episodes ahead of you to, oh. to binge. But welcome to Wrexham. It's a TV show about Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney and uh, they go and buy this tiny um, – Third oldest club in the world. Third oldest club in the world in Soccer, Wales. football. Yeah. That's right. Um and they're, they've been struggling for 15, 20 years down in the bottom division or whatever they call it. The, nas- um, the National League. The so National they don't, League. They're not even in like the English Premier Leagues. It's like there's Premier there's League, Championship, and then there's Division 2, Division 3, I think. Yeah. And yeah. then there's National League. Yeah. That means, yeah, pretty crap. Well, you're not even – you're in an amateur league, aren't yeah. they? They're not yep. actually – they, No, they're, they are – well, some aren't, but oh, yeah, yeah, that's that they're right. obviously paying their players overs that's right. to try and get out of there. Big time. They go through, <laughs> they go through the uh, the financial breakdown in recent episodes. Oh, do they? It's pretty, it's pretty epic. But I just thought um, – yeah, I've just been loving that. And I love – what I love is like their focus on community yeah. and people and the stories and, you know, it's – the the football's great and watching them win and all that stuff's you know it's awesome but but seeing the town and what they've gone through and what the town's about and what certain players are going through and their families and um yeah and then I guess it probably ties into the, my next question what what I wanted to talk about like people who you see that you admire like I don't know just even like say a Ryan Ryan Reynolds right he has no idea about football whatsoever like he's not really into sports robs the big sports nufty and just loves you know he loves his philadelphia eagles and he's um everything back in america but but ryan just ryan reynolds his biggest star in the world you know but he goes in there and he's just like i mean we all know it that they're just normal people but obviously it is different when you have a global superstar but the way he treats people the way you know i think it sort of shows that anyone can be a nice person and show kindness and, um, you know, it might be a bit easier for him with a couple of hundred million in the bank to <laughs> help a lot more people, you know. But um, but at the end of the day, it's sort of just like the basic little things where how he treats the people he, he comes into contact with, which is why I think people love him. So, yeah, that's a that's a big one for me. I, uh, I agree. I think... Um do you know the the thing I loved about it most was they didn't even know each other mm. before they did this before they outlaid all that money to buy it. Mm. I think uh, Rob just Instagram messaged him or something and say, "Hey, we should buy a team." <laughs> like so weird. But then Brian was like, "Yeah, sure." Like, and they started chatting about it and they did it. And this was like all over COVID that yeah. first season um, when it was all over screens and they weren't even allowed to go there and. Um, yeah, I just and and to answer your point, I, I agree. Um, even though I think the cameras are on them when you see them, like they know that they're mm. well aware of that. Um, I think that would play into a little bit, but the way they come across, you can't fake that the whole time, mm. you know. So I think they're really good blokes, and their mission is I love it. Like, yes, they want to get promoted, but they want to do good things for the town of Wrexham, like South Wales. I think it's four hours from Cardiff for people that have been to Wales. It's a long way from. Uh, like anything, uh, yeah. I lived in uh, in London, and it's a long way from there. I didn't get past Cardiff, and mm. that was a long mission to get there. Um, and you can see, like, even though when I was living in London, I was lived uh, in between Chelsea and Fulham's home ground, and I obviously went for Fulham because they were battlers, and like Chelsea were winning everything. But 
people live for it. Mm. Like we think people are sport mad in Australia. It's uh, it's on another level over there, and particularly when it's a smaller team. Yeah. Um, and I just felt the same like when you're playing footy here. I know you obviously didn't do this, but I played in country and in Melbourne and been in part of a small country town and part of the team. It was so much better because yeah. the whole weekend, everything revolves around their Thursday night dinner, everyone goes to the club. And it sort of reminds me, and that's why I really like Wrexham. It's not a big place. Nah. Um, and for the global attention they're getting. Yeah. Um, but you can see what sport means to a community and what it's done to Wrexham now that they got a little bit of hope after I think it was four as you said, fourteen or fifteen years of like really battling. Yeah. Um it, yeah, yeah. It's like because they are a small town, there's probably not a whole lot to do there. It's like it gives the whole community like a singular sort of purpose almost like or something to bring them together. Yep. Which is just, I don't know, so nice to see. And I think that's it sort of speaks to our our desire as human beings to want connection and community and to belong and how important that is. Like I was listening to some podcast recently and this guy was talking about how when like love and like human connection and even a cuddle can is like it's literally like medicine. It changes your DNA or your cells in, a, in like a positive way to – and I just found it staggering. It's like and belonging when you have that feeling as a human, your health is so much better. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just it's, it's even not even a hug. It's just uh, I've done a lot of research on this because a lot of how I start sessions, I get people to play and do things. People think, oh, you do icebreak. I don't do icebreakers because they're normally very bad and have the opposite effect. They make people feel more uncomfortable. Mm. But I slowly get people going. And one of the biggest things I get people to do is just even a high five. Mm. That touch, you think it's not much, but what it does, the endorphins and what it does for your chemical elements and how you feel yeah. is incredible. But hugging's on another planet. Mm. Like that keeps going more and more and more. Uh, but, yeah, being part of something or belonging, uh, a lot of studies at the moment, people are so lonely you know, they've never been more connected than what they are on their device. But when they think about it, they've got nobody in their corner yeah. because they don't have that human connection. It's yeah. through a screen. Yeah. So that's where being part of something automatically gets you into a community. Mm. And that's what I say to people. If you go move somewhere new, join a running club, join a cooking group, I don't know, volunteer at a sports club, like do something in mm. that community because straight away you've got a community, you've got a tribe Without that, you can't just go to the pub and say, hey, um, Dale, do you want to be friends? I've got no friends. Yeah. Like, no, mate. Yeah. Yeah, you might say, yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> but not everyone's going to do that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you've got to find something that you've got a little bit of interest in or one of the best ways is to serve, give back. Yeah. You know, when you give back authentically, it comes back tenfold. Yeah. It's very similar to kindness. So, so true. Um, I love that and I think more so than ever, particularly I speak to a lot of country footy clubs that are really battling because after COVID, people have not gone back. You know, we had that break and now the heartbeat of all these small communities is run by three or four people and mm. they're lifting all the load um, and it's really sad. Mm. And you see more and more teams folding and you look at some of the footy scores particularly and teams are getting beaten by three, 400 points, yeah. um, which is really sad because at the end of the day, communities thrive around that and, yeah, we need it. So mm. I think shows like Welcome to Wrexham, uh, yes, it's on a bigger scale because it's on Disney or whatever it's on, but I think it still has got 
that message that comes across. Yeah. And that's what I really related to it. And yeah, I'm excited to watch season two because mm. I didn't even I didn't even know it was on there. They Lucky did it late, you. I think. Lucky you. <laughs> um, what about uh, you know, I mean, obviously we know Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhinney yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> but Sidey, you and I, we we just grow this podcast. Yes. Turns into a global juggernaut. Ooh. Next minute. Now we're who, talking. Who are we thinking? That the ship Who's the Shep little footy? T- There's footy? a few, mate. There's uh, We could buy the little team Sh- down there. <laughs> Shep Swans, Shep Bears or Shep United. Oh. There's three, mate. Hello. These are little Sorry, projects a little for pro- I played for the Shep Swans, mate. The so Swannies, probably, let's get down. Probably got more of a uh, interest in them than the other two, but uh, I like the idea of growing, mate. I, I don't like that. It. Yeah, I'd love good. to like own a, I don't know, like obviously I love basketball all the time growing up and, and the idea of like, to my next, I watched um, recently. I I watched uh, the Last Dance again. MJ, yeah. you know his whole thing, and and like just the idea of like owning a bus, you know, the <laughs> Jerry Krause and the Jerry Reinsdorf, <laughs> the owner and the and the sort of you know head of operations or whatever he is, um, like putting a team together and manufacturing how which players do we need and keeping everyone happy and. Um, I think that would be it would be so much fun to, to I mean probably a bit stressful but um, but yeah something like that would be a little passion for at a little some passion stage. look well, out. we we need to get a few more listeners so if you are listening maybe <laughs> share it a lot with everyone you know and then join a club of new tribe and share it with them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got uh, – I obviously like Welgan Wrexham. Um, I really enjoyed uh, the David Beckham documentary. Oh, yeah. Um, I really – that was sort of my era. Uh, yeah. So I could relate to – I used to play soccer. So I could relate to uh, just, I don't know, hit home. Could relate to, you know, global superstar, <laughs> model, best-looking man, similar to yourself. Oh, sort yeah. of that Jeez. right boot of yours. Mate, all, I'll tell you what I did get out of that is David Beckham – has got better with age. Mm. He is a fine-looking specimen. He like is. It, as far as a good-looking rooster goes, I said to Bree, I said, "Wowee!" Like, and nothing against posh spice, but I'm sure she'd look good too if she didn't put ten bees into her face. Like, <laughs> she looks like she's been stung by bees. Oh, like, I thought I thought posh was the, the the winner of that whole series. She was the legend. I know, but like, I just don't you understand. Think she's had a bit much work. Oh, way too much. Mm. I just don't think she needed. Like, anyway, that's that was that's mm. very judgmental of me. But then you look at David Beckham; he's just natural, and I was like, wow. But man I, d- I doubt he's probably natural. Let's I'm be sure honest. he's not. I'm I sure. think he's probably had the the same sort of work done, but um, just not to the same extreme. Yeah, he yeah, might have exactly. gone to grade one. She's gone grade five. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, my favorite TV show. I've gone a little bit different. Yes. Um, there's a couple of shows on ABC iView that I really like and uh, I've watched the young ones of these where they get kindergarten kids into old homes but recently they had uh, Old People's Homes for Teenagers, number two. Uh, Have you seen any of these? No, I haven't. I've heard it. So they, I've heard about it. They put like four-year-olds into old people's yeah, homes. Yeah, so they did they... that with the young kids. Okay. Yeah, and they're just so innocent and, and – that of course that's going to work, you know. It makes uh, oldies, and they get all old people that are very depressed, you know, live by themselves. Um, like they're like, my life's done. It's not yeah. not worth living. And of course, the young kids do that. But I really like the teenage one because they get kids, and it it's sort of sad to watch and see. But they get kids that are oh so lonely, mm. like they're teenagers. Severe, yeah, yeah. So like. 13 to 15, most of them are, mm. um, like 
just sit in their room, play games, uh, socially anxious, like can't talk to people. And what ends up happening when they, you know, they find someone and it's really well done. Mm. I, I really like it. And um, probably hits home a little bit because I use a lot of play to build that connection. Yeah. And I think if anyone can take anything away from it, they build connections because everything they do, no, nothing's to do with screens. There's not one TV. There's not one phone. Mm. You know, they're playing games. They're creating things. They're being curious. Like all these things that we know work. Interacting with each other. Like they're than... chatting, you know. Like, mm. um, But more importantly, uh, I really liked they did a lot of work on figuring out things they like about themselves because it's very easy for me to say, oh, Jacko, you know, you're a good-looking rooster, you're a big boy, you mm. know, heart of a lion, you know, all mm. these different things. But then when it comes back to you, it's it's always harder. Yeah. And particularly when you don't feel that good about yourself, like I'm sure we could do that well because, you know, we're pretty happy with the people we see and that's a really nice way to be. But a lot of people aren't. And I find that really hard to see people go through mm. because I, that people got so many good traits but – they just can't see them, mm. you know, and so to see young kids and really like older adults do that together and then go through that journey and um, by the end of it, you know, the the young kids are all outspoken. They're speaking in front of groups, which is amazing. Mm. Um, but the the from older ones, oh, they, they couldn't even they couldn't even they walk in and couldn't even look people in the eye, mm. let alone have a have a conversation. Yeah. Um, but then the older people are like. Bouncing in their nineties, and they're nearly doing cartwheels. Like, whereas previously they just wanted to die, yeah. hoping they wouldn't wake up. And that's what a few would say. I'm like, wow. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. So as far as something to make you feel good, yeah, it does. It, yeah. it sort of pulls on the heartstrings, and it's got the highs and lows. But in the end, um, it works really well. Now I don't. That's a study, and they want to do that everywhere. I don't think it would work everywhere because you've got to have it so well structured. You can't just put them in there and say, be friends and do things. Like it's actually structured really well. Yeah. Do they um, have people running it? Yeah. And they've got it well run and like they've got psychologists and doctors and so they've obviously planned it out so well. Yeah. Um, so it works really good. Uh, yeah. And for a TV show, if it's on ABC iView, check it out. It, yeah. uh, for me, it's been really nice to yeah. watch. Yeah. The other one I've I've just finished up, which uh, oh boy, are you uh, are you a Marvel man? No. So oh, <laughs> of course you are. Why did I even ask? Sorry, mate. Well, sorry, I'll just go on my own little tangent here. But Good. um, for all those Marvelites out there that you know, obviously Iron Man and the Avengers and all this stuff was pretty special, and then. It's just lost its way recently. It's been pretty average. Okay. There hasn't been a lot of good stuff coming out. Um, once they got the whole sort of time traveling thing in there, it's like, oh, they can just go back and bring anyone back that they want. And so it doesn't really matter if someone dies or whatever. So they sort of it, – it got to a stage where it, was, it lost that sort of um, importance or, you know, whatever was happening, it didn't really matter. All right, eh? Yep. Anyway, they've brought out the new series, Loki. Loki. So it's Thor's brother who was god of mischief or something and he was like the villain in the beginning of, you know, Marvel, like wanted the throne for himself to for his power and to be a dick and to, you know, run the run the universe basically. Anyway, it goes it's gone through this whole like character arc and it this this final sort of it's a TV series. I think it was six episodes, eight episodes maybe. But I finished it the other day and and it was just done so well. They've wrapped it up. 
from villain to hero, <laughs> the big fella, Tom Hiddleston, another man. So funny when you like, when you love a character, then you go and like, you look into the person who actually acts that character. And if you love them, it makes you love the character 10 times more, don't you think? Of course. We, it's something to be relatable to. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And you, like all these interviews and you hear his life story and this and that. Um, so anyway, yeah, that was a pretty – it was a pretty emotional little finish too. It was, it was one of those shows where, you know, like sometimes you're sitting there and you're half on your phone and like these days especially you're not, you're not actually taking it all yeah. in and – but this one, it was, you know, eight episodes. I think I did it in a night and a half pretty much wow. and just smacked that's a, it. That's a lot of you in there, Jacko. I, as you, you know me, side, it's, <laughs> it's all or nothing, baby. I binge like nothing else. And um, and so, yeah, that one was uh, that was pretty special and it's opened it up for, for plenty, um, you know, a lot of opportunities following this little TV series. So that's another one. The next one. Taylor Swift. T-Swizzle. I'm obviously going to a concert. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've got tickets coming out my ass. But <laughs> going to the Taylor Swift concert and I haven't um, – I don't really know her music all that well. But have you seen that she's she filmed her performance or whatever and she's released it at the movies and it did like over $100 million at the box office? Have you seen that? No. <laughs> what? She's so absolute... she's, re- she's released what you're going to see? Yes. Exactly, and because so many people couldn't get tickets oh, to her thing. Oh, that's so smart. She's so smart, and it has smashed it, like absolutely killed it. Wow. And she just filmed one of her, yeah. And do you know what? It probably gives people more, they're probably more excited now to see that live. Yeah. Because sometimes they've seen how good it is. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I'm that's not, a weird thing though, isn't it? Because I'm not sure whether I should go and see it before the concert. Mm. Well, if you don't really know music, I should probably do some. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. No, I, 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 I don't know. Sometimes watching a movie for the first time is the best. Yeah, you know, some yeah. movies are great; you can keep watching. But yeah. I personally probably would wait. Yeah, you know, it's pretty. They're not cheap those Taylor Swift concert tickets, exactly. and they're hard to get. There's probably a reason for that. Yeah, you're the lucky one that probably doesn't need to go to the cinemas. To see that, but yeah. you make the judgment. I wouldn't. Yeah, I'd wait for the excitement yeah. on the day, mate. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think you're right. I should probably just start listening to a few of the songs. <laughs> the thing called Spotify, mate. You you listen to any music. Well, it is funny because, <laughs> like Taylor Swift, it's something about the the Swifties out there. Like, I bet you, I'm going to get some backlash. From this potty because people are going, you got tickets and you don't even know her music. <laughs> like I've spoken to some people before like, oh, yeah, I don't really know her all that well. One of my mates got tickets and he said, do you want to come along? I said, absolutely, I'll come. And uh, like it is a cult. It is a cult, her supporters and people who love her. It's like it's like nothing I've really seen before, the the passion of how much people love her. Like, Imagine what it will be like there then. I know, I know. Because I saw something and – you correct me if I'm wrong, but people somewhere were camping out five months before her show. They already had tickets just so they could get front row and run in. So they're sleeping out. Five the months. F- five months. They're sleeping out the front of this. Oh, <laughs> no. No. So, no. I, I'm gonna. I'd love a fact check, but this. I. I swear it was true. Five months. Like five days, I think is extreme, but it like literally intense. Five months somewhere. 
Um, we don't have many American listeners. I'm sure it was in America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've checked the stats before. I uh, majority in Australia, so I don't she think is. they're keeping in Australia. But uh, yeah, like she is. Oh, she's phenomenal. Yeah. Her and Travis Kelsey, what do you think? Oh, they're like apparently the new posh and uh, Bex. The posh and Bex. I thought it was a bit of a hoax early on. It was a bit of a media ploy. But then I saw the video recently of her running into his arms post-show. Have you seen that one, Sidey? Uh, no, I haven't, mate. <laughs> I haven't. But I, it's hard not to see posts of them. Like, yeah, it is. Well, and that, I think that just goes and shows how big, you know, T-Swizzle is. Oh. Like she is a global, global brand. Crazy. Probably she'd be the biggest, wouldn't she? Like, biggest, yeah. By by a country mile. I think I saw something. She she could have sold out the G fifty times over. Wow. That was how many people had had actually registered for tickets. And you're going, and, and you I'm don't going. know music. I tell you what, I'd be giving you some backlash too, mate. <laughs> I don't know any of the songs, so can you tell me one of her songs? What's your favorite song? Or just give me one. She wears short skirts, he's in a captain, and I'm on the bleachers. <laughs> you did shake it up, shake it, it up. <laughs> That's, That's a bit of an older one, though, mate. No, wait, uh, oh, I'd love some new like, catalog sort oh. of sort of setup. That's about me. Well, I'll tell you what, you're going to go to a concert and you're going to come back and you'll be swizzled up. I will be. I will. Will you be. buy a shirt? I love a bit of merch. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Love some merch. Hopefully Mate. there's a vinyl there that I can buy. Ooh, there you go. Mm. I like it. I like it. Yeah, oh, that'd be good. There you go, bit of backlash. Uh, what else we got, mate? You've uh, I actually wrote down your questions. Oh, yeah? What have you got? Uh, looking forward to Ooh. last one. See, this is the most important thing in life, isn't it? I mean, I just think to – and and I, th- I thought it was so good, like speaking to the girls last yep. week. It was a similar sort of thing, you know, when you're lost and I think when you get down and when you get in the dumps a bit, um, it's it's when you don't have anything to look forward to or or a purpose. And they sort of said, obviously, bring it back to the, the basics, you know, be like really focus on your health, sleeping, you know, having a, a tidy environment, whatever it might be, your relationships, like really focus on that. And I think that's the best place to start, definitely. And then from there for me, it's about having things to look forward to and to work towards and to be, you know, to give you yourself a purpose and a, and a reason for whatever it might be, you know, not eating the bloody chocolate bar or or getting to bed earlier because – and. And I think that's like for me having something to look forward to, whether it's a holiday or whether it's a an event that you know you're going to with a bunch of your friends or or a golf trip or you know or you want to you want to reach a certain goal in fitness or a triathlon or something like that. Like having that in front of you makes those decisions. I don't know why. I don't know really the science behind it or what's going on in your head or. I just know for me personally, it makes it so much easier to make those good decisions yep. um, and not get, you know, 
fuck, I'm, I've got the biggest rubber arm of all time and, you know, it's so easy for me just to, oh, yeah, you want to come and do Oh, yeah, okay, I'll come to I'm that. I'm there. The next minute, you know, I've been out four nights of the week and I've eaten the chocolate and I've eaten the bloody, oh, do you want to come down and we'll just get a mud cake and we'll eat pizza and we'll have a few beers. and um, Whereas, yeah, I think having something, uh, something to look forward to. And, and, like, I'm just thinking right now, like, at the moment, I f- probably feel like I don't really have that. You don't have like so when no. you, you. I know you've got a lot of concerts and things like that, but do you reckon because you go to so many, they mm. don't mean like they don't have the same gloss? Like they don't the concerts. And yeah, stuff? like no. like because you you go to more than nearly anyone I've ever heard of, mm. like musicals, concerts, mm. different things like that, gigs. Mm. Like for someone that maybe only go one or two a year, mm. they may value those or. Look forward to more. It might be a bit. Oh, I don't know. I like. I don't know. I think like that mm. because, like you were saying before, ninety um, percent of the excitement you get out of a holiday is the anticipation, mm. the lead up of it. Obviously, being there is nice, but having that in the back of your mind, it's like a dangling a carrot in front of a donkey. You know, it yeah. just that's what keeps it going. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I was just, I was just thinking yeah. as you're saying that because you do have so many. Things you do, yeah. You're such a social person, like, mm. does it take the gloss off each one of those? I don't think it. I don't think it takes the gloss off. I think it's just not really something that that is like it. Yeah, I guess if you only had one or two, yeah. it would be something to look forward to. Whereas for me, because I've got one, maybe you know, every couple of weeks, it's sort of more just what I love doing. So I still, I still, I'm excited for it. You know, I'm going to. I'm, I've got two Thursday, Friday this week. I'm going to a, an immersive <laughs> theatre performance Thursday night with the Squash Crew. Yeah, That's a yeah squash you did say Christmas that. Party. And then I'm going to Miss Saigon Friday night, which is some – I don't actually know really what it's about, but some love story musical, which I'm pumped for, super excited. But that's not going to send me to bed, like yeah, make me go yeah. to bed early or that's not going to make me change my behaviour. Do you know what I mean? No, no, I do, and that's but that's what I, that's what I was like asking mm. the question. Like, uh, whereas if you looked at my social life and my schedule, I've got one one of my good mates' fortieth coming up in about two weeks. Mm. I've been looking forward to that for a long time. Yeah, because I literally don't have anything. Yeah, you know, I'm going away. But while this is on, I'm in Asia. You yeah. know, I've got six days in Asia, four full day workshops, traveling. Like, yeah, I'm mm. grateful I can do what I'm doing, but. Mm. Most of the time I go away, it's for work. Yeah. So and then I'm back home and so, yeah, I'm, it doesn't sound like much to some people mm. but to me it's going to mean a lot and I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. But I think that's a different thing. Like we should never judge what somebody thinks is exciting or yeah. because we've all got different lives and we all have different things going on. But I was, yeah, I was generally interested it's, about your life because mm. – you do have so much going on. Well, it's so interesting you say that because you're saying you, you've got this 40th, which you're really looking forward to. And that's, it's funny for me, like right now, and like I'll be completely honest, like I've got so much shit on coming up in the next, you know, up until. <laughs> this is what I mean. Yeah, up until <laughs> Christmas, which it's almost like. Overwhelming? It's overwhelming yeah. right now. And that's where I was saying, like, and I'm, I came, we came in here today and I'm fucked. Like, I'm so fatigued because I had a big weekend last weekend. And then now I know I've got, you know, squash Christmas party Thursday. Friday. Going to the theatre Friday. I've got a wedding Saturday, which I'm <laughs> meant to be emceeing. Next week I've got a mate's bucks party Saturday. <laughs> I've got something Friday. The following week I've got another wedding. The following week of that 
after that, I'm going to a music festival. The following week after that, I've got another Bucks party. Um, it's pretty much takes me up to Christmas, like with something big every single weekend. It's like, fuck, like as and like it's funny because back in the day, that would be like, oh my god, yes, how good, how good's this? Like we got fucking something every weekend with the boys that we can go and get smashed and, and have a good time. Whereas now it's like, and I'm sure I'll enjoy it. Yeah. But I just know it's going to take me out of that that um, routine. But that what I'm, we're talking about here is having things to look forward to, mm. and that doesn't for you. No. Like yeah, it's it's good when you're there, but you're not getting that excitement in the lead up. No. Do you know what I mean? Like it's actually probably doing the opposite and giving you anxiety yep. because you're like, how am I going to do this? Yeah. And then you think about it, instead of being a positive, it ends up being a negative mm. and just probably amplifies things. Yeah. Isn't it like yeah. funny what different stages you're at? Yeah. And like you said like a couple of years ago, that would have been unreal. Yeah. But now you're more aware of that and – Yeah. Yeah, like, it is. It do you is. think of that? Like I always think and I think about my life and – I spoke about it a bit on here how it's changed a lot. Mm. And, yeah, like you mourn what you used to have mm. but then you've got to adapt and find ways to enjoy your current state and what you're doing. Yeah, um, yeah it's just really funny hearing you talk like that. Yes, I'd probably be overwhelmed too with what you're saying. You've got mm. a lot on. Um, but how do you change that? Mm. Because they are positives in a way. Mm. How do you turn that around? Like do you yeah. think about that? Yeah, yeah, I do. And it's interesting because – I think the thing that sort of, you know, I know how like when I go to a mate's bucks party next, like it's a, it'll be easy to say, oh, well, just don't have a huge one and just take it easy and, you know, go home at 10 o'clock and you'll be fine the next day and then you can go. But I know how <laughs> I am when I get with a bunch of my mates yeah. on a bucks party. And or you probably a, haven't seen them all for a while. Exactly. Yeah. And then I go to a wedding the next week and it's like I know what I'm going to do at a wedding and I know how, you know. Um, so yeah, it is, it's, it's like, so how to, how do you turn that into a positive or do you just hang on for dear life and get through it? And, <laughs> I think that's what you're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> but I, and then like, that's what's hard though. Cause then, you know, that next week, you know, what is it today? It's Wednesday. And I haven't, I've barely, I've, I've been to the gym yet this week. Don't think so. And it's Wednesday because I'm just being knackered and then crook today and, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's like, okay, what do you value more, I guess? What's yeah. more important? Um, yeah, it's an interesting one. I think it's very interesting and, uh, yeah, probably, mm. a, probably a nice way to finish. You know, mm. I always have to finish on a positive, mm. I suppose. No, uh, no. And I think a good question exactly like And if people are listening out there, how do you like? And I, that's a great one because I think we've all been in that situation. Um, I know, like, I probably should be looking forward to going to Singapore and Thailand over, the, like, when I leave on Sunday. But I, I'm not because I'm exactly the same. I've got four workshops in five days, and one of those days is a travel day. The other two days, I'm flying from Australia. And I know when I get back, then I've got another five days of back-to-back workshops. The next, like, and it's great to be busy, like. Mm. In like when you work for yourself, and like, I'm really grateful for it, but but you're allowed to be a bit overwhelmed, yeah. And a bit, like, like so, then like my excitement, like I'm sort of not that I'm dreading it, but I like you know I'm, it's going to be a lot of work. It, you know it's going to be tough. You yeah, know it's gonna be... 
lonely and away and so, from home. So similar to you, where you know you've got these things you should be looking forward to. Mm. I don't know. I think allowing ourselves permission to be, do you know what? Like there are good things and bad things of it, mm. and if you don't feel that good about it, man, that's okay. Yeah, uh, I reckon I might. It's probably something good to to for me to think about is actually come up with something that I know that I'm going to love. Good. You know, maybe for next week when I when we come in here and have something that I set, you know, whether it's I'm going to put, I don't know, have have a three, four-day weekend of absolutely nothing or plan, or, or go away to Wilson's Prom or something, go camping and leave the phone at home yeah. or, you know, something like that. When are you going to do that in three years' time yeah. when your schedule's free? <laughs> I know. Sorry, mate. I loved you. I love where you were going. No, I'm like, what, when are you going to do it? That's what I mean. I've got to, I've got to look at the, at the schedule and plan it eventually. February oh. 2027. Oh. Uh, we'll get there. Oh, Jacko, mate. I hope uh, the rest of the week's well, buddy. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Arda Chapman. We're not flipping it back around and getting deep again. <laughs> this should be called the Overly Deep Podcast. Oh, my goodness. We tried. We tried, oh. people. We had, we had good thoughts and we had good plans. <laughs> Planning, and then it just backflipped. So all we wanted to do was talk about Ryan Reynolds and how fucking hot he is. And next minute we're talking about fuck. I'm just so overwhelmed. <laughs> Sorry, I need a hug. <laughs> Wait, but hugs do make you feel better. They do. So, they do. Oh, listeners, as always, um, we do really appreciate the messages. And like we said, um, we'll never read your full name out or anything like that. But um, it is really nice when you do message in. So uh, if if you do like our lighthearted chat that got deep or something, <laughs> or hit a chord, or, or if you know how to find positives when you feel overwhelmed and a bit anxious or about what's coming up, um, I think everybody could benefit from that because we all go through those stages and phases. It doesn't matter what you got happening in your life. So, Watsy, always a pleasure, great man. Thank, Thank you, you mate. for absolutely dominating the questions tonight. Outstanding. Be good, everyone. You.